What's up to all my listeners out there? My name is Lindsay, and thank you so much for checking out the Am One Podcast. I'm so glad to be bringing you guys another amazing episode, another amazing interview. Today we have Gabby Hutter, who is a former creative media intern for the football department and other departments within University of North Carolina, Charlotte. And now she just recently got her new job with the LA Rams as a photo intern. I'm so excited to share this episode with you guys, and we're going to get straight into it. So today we have an awesome guest. Today we have Gabby to talk all about her sports journey. And first, why don't you just give a quick intro about yourself for anyone that doesn't know you? Um, well, thank you for having me on today. So my name is Gabby. I just graduated college, actually. Um, this past May, um, I graduated with a, a major in marketing and a minor in communications um, from UNC Charlotte. Um, and I am currently living in LA, getting ready to start um, as a photo intern for the Rams. Which is super awesome. Congratulations on your new job. Thank you so much. So to start, were you a sports fan growing up, which made you want to go into sports? Um, yes, actually. So I grew up watching football with my dad and like, I never understood it up until I was like maybe 10 and I kind of just like made it my mission to figure it out because it was on every Sunday. I was like, I might as well just get into it. Um, so I kind of grew up that way. I grew up playing tennis. Um, and I also was rowing as a kid. Um, so like I've, I had always been involved in sports. My little brother, he is super athletic. He, he touches the ball. He's great at whatever sport it is. Um, so I had always been around it. Um, and then my brother started playing, um, football and that's kind of just like how it started. But yeah, um, as a kid, I was never really into like the NBA kind of thing, but I would like watch a lot of tennis, you know, as a kid, the Olympics, just like the basic sports stuff. Yeah, I have a lot of memories when I was a kid, like, not of, like, distinctive, like, sports, but I remember, like, my dad or my mom, like, watching sports and just, like, being, like, I just want to be involved and, like, wanting to watch, which I feel, like, started my love for sports, so do you feel like your dad, like, really, or your family, like, helped you, like, start your love of sports? Oh, 100%. Um, I had a, like, I was super fortunate to have a mom who would always like take us out in the backyard and play like we weren't big we really weren't big ipad kids um my brother and i and my mom was very active and very involved she always had something for us to do outside um so we were always around playing and that i definitely think helped the fact that you know my brother was playing all these sports and i was too young to be left at home so i had to go with them to all his sporting events i definitely think that also helped kind of like start my love for it so going into more of like your education, you went to UNC Charlotte and you just graduated, right? Yes. So what made you want to go to UNC Charlotte specifically? So believe it or not, I actually, my senior year of high school, I did not want to go. Like no part of me wanted to go to UNC Charlotte. I am from a town called Waxhaw, North Carolina. I don't know if uh, you've ever heard of it. Um, it's very small. It's about 45 minutes away from University City and a lot of of people from my high school would graduate and go to UNC Charlotte. And I was like, no, it's way too close. I want something different. I had my heart set on another North Carolina school. Um, and I ended up getting waitlisted. Um, but before I got waitlisted from that school, I had actually got accepted into UNC Charlotte. And I kind of just like had this funny feeling when I got my acceptance letter. I was like, okay, like I can definitely go to college now. Um, and eventually, like, I kind of just came around to it where I was like, you know, like, UNC Charlotte really doesn't seem that bad. 
worst case scenario, I transfer out after a year. Um, and they kind of just like checked off a whole bunch of boxes that I didn't even know that I had. Like it was close to the city. It wasn't in a city. Um, they had a great business program. So I was just like, you know what? Like I'm okay with going to a school 45 minutes away. And I didn't realize how important it would be to have my family super close to me. Um, especially my freshman year, I didn't have a car. So like once I got really sick, my mom was able to come pick me up, take me to the doctor. When I wanted to go home and eat a home cooked meal, I could. Um, so it just ended up being a really good experience. Um, and I would not change it for the world. I loved it so much. I became a tour guide. Um, so like, that's why like this might sound like a little speech that I give because because like, why UNC Charlotte was a question I answered on every tour. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how that happened. It's funny that you said you were a tour guide because my mom has told me she's like you would totally be great as like a tour guide and like talking and stuff because like I do my podcast and stuff. But I'm like I don't think I can. I, my the thing I always get nervous about is I don't think I would be able to get around the school. Like I would literally probably get lost. I'm awful with directions. And you know, actually, it's funny that you bring that up because if there's one thing I would tell everyone, like especially young women. Um, to get involved within college is to actually be a tour guide. I have developed public speaking skills like you wouldn't believe. I have no phone anxiety. I can talk to a freaking tree. Like I loved being a tour guide and I started as a freshman. So like I was able to figure out all the resources that we had on campus, figure out how everything works super easily. So if, you know, I know this isn't sports related, but if anyone is looking to get involved with something at a college campus or like on college going into college, I highly recommend being a tour guide. I'll definitely keep that in mind when I go to college because I feel like it seems really cool and like a good way to make friends too with like all the tour guides you get to hang out around. Oh, 100%. And then most tour guides, at least to how it worked at my school, is most tour guides are involved in other organizations. So then that way you figure out what they're involved in. So even if you don't finish out being a tour guide all your entire college career, you can still figure out um, what else to be involved in and what else is available on campus. And you had mentioned that you major in that you majored in marketing. What made you decide on that major before going into college, or like, did you end up switching at all? So it's actually funny. Um, I didn't know going into college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to do anything in the medical setting. So like nursing, which is unfortunate because my mom is a nurse. Both my parents are in healthcare, um, and I just I watched. I used when I grew up. As a kid, I wanted to be a vet, but I watched the wrong show on Animal Planet, so that canceled that. Um, but I know I didn't want to be a teacher, and I didn't love math. So I was just like, okay, well, what is left? And one day my dad was just like, what if you just did marketing? And personally, I chose, I decided that I didn't want to go in as an undecided major, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that to each their own. There is no right or wrong way to do college. Um, but I was just like, I think I'm just going to, apply for the pre-business major as a pre-business major and just go in that way and like I have nine choices to choose from once I'm in the business school so I'll just figure it out and I got into marketing right away and I never looked back um I never decided that I wanted to change it I figured it was just it was a really good fit um even before I got involved in sports I was just like yeah I think I'm okay I'm gonna stay here so I actually did not change my major which I feel like is more uncommon than those who do change because I have found that most people do change their majors in college. Yeah, I know sometimes like people switch and stuff. My sister actually switched. She was like exercise science and she ended up going into psychology. Like within like six mm-hmm. weeks, she was like, this is not for me. And she like ended up switching. So I know it's like more common to switch than not, I guess. Like that you know you love something right away. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That is 100% more common. 
And on your TikTok, you actually broke down your sports journey into like three parts, which is helped a lot when I was coming up with the script for this interview. But and you first started talking about you started in sports marketing as an intern. And how did you like end up getting into that? Since obviously you are you were a marketing major, but how did you like geared more towards sports while you were there? Sure. So um, it actually was kind of an accident the way it happened. So um, UNC Charlotte does not offer any sports courses, unfortunately. Um, so one day I was in the gym and I was on a bike next to this guy. Um, we just we go to the gym at the same time every day. So like we had become friends that way. And we were both doing cardio. And he asked me, he's like, I know it's early, but like, do you know what you want to do? And I said, I don't know, like, I think marketing for like a sports team would be really cool or like working in sports because like, you know, I just kind of, when you're in college, you start thinking about what you want to do for the rest of your life. And I just love the idea of sports. And he said, well, do you work for any of our sports teams now? And I said, huh, why didn't I think of that? Uh, no, I actually do not. So literally that weekend I went home because it was, it was like fall break that weekend or something. I literally went home and I went on to our athletics website and I found this tab called Inside Athletics. Under Inside Athletics, they had um, a tab for internships. And I literally clicked on it and I scrolled through what they had. Um, and when I, so this was back in 2018 or yeah, this was back in 2018, maybe it was fall of 2019. I don't know. Um, pretty early on, but they didn't have very many options. They had a video internship and then they had the sports marketing internship available. Then they had a couple other ones like ticketing and communications. Um, and obviously I saw the word marketing. So I was just like, okay, like that has to do with my major. I might as well give it a try. So I sent um, the contact and email and I was just like, hey, like my name's Gabby. I'm a marketing major. I'm really interested in getting in sports. I have no experience and I know it's literally October. Yeah, it was definitely October 2019. I was like, I know it's literally October. Like you're in the, in the middle of football season and soccer and all these things. But if you're taking applicants or if you need any extra hands, like I'm happy to join. And she got back to me and she was like, yeah, we'd love to have you. Like you can come join the street team. And the street team is basically somebody who is kind of interested in being a marketing intern, but they don't know much about it and they don't know if they can commit the time. So it's very much like a no consequences type deal. Like you come, you shadow, and then if you like it, you can continue to progress. And if you don't, you don't. No, no harm, no foul. Um, so I actually, the very first game I attended was a volleyball game. And I sat with one of the interns and I kind of was just like asking her about what she does they showed me what a game day script looks like about what the pa reads what the video what just gets shown on the video board the giveaways like how to read the clock and all that stuff and then that's when you know understanding the actual sport becomes important because like you need to know when there's a media timeout what happens when there's like a review when are we going to do this um like contestant competition stuff like that um so that's how I got started in marketing. And then I just, I kept showing up and they were just like, do you want to be a marketing intern? I was like, sure. Um, and that is, that was my very first experience in college athletics. That's like I, the street team idea sounds like super cool. Cause you're not like fully mm -hmm. committed, but then it also like allows them to see like, obviously I guess if you come a couple times, like maybe you're like kind of interested and it kind of like a hint hints, like I want to really be a part of it, but it's cool that you get just the opportunity like to shadow and like, if you don't like it, then maybe you could try video somewhere else, but it's cool that they gave you the opportunity to like check things out and see what it's like all about. Absolutely. It was a very low stakes kind of thing. And it's really cool that I, chose to go to a school with an athletic department that is very open to help and also open to like 
opportunities and just letting students come in and try and explore and figure out like their place in the world. And when you did like more fully become a sports marketing intern, like what were like the different jobs you had to do? So as a sports marketing intern, our job is to take care of everything during the sporting event that is not the actual sport. So pregame giveaways, um, whether that's a t-shirt, food, um, like a pop socket, a water bottle. Um, and so like, not only does this like pertain to setting it up and actually handing it out pregame, but like we actually have had the opportunities to come up with, um, some cool giveaways. Like last year I came up with this art mascot is a niner. He's a minor because we're the Niners. So I came up with this idea for like a foam pickaxe and it said picks up on it, which is what our school says. So that was one giveaway. And that was really cool. Like during the winter, we give away beanies. Someone thought of that. Um, so it's just, it's really cool to be able to like suggest an idea in a meeting and then see it come to life. So we put together giveaways, um, when it comes to having, um, contestants during like maybe like halftime or a timeout, we are responsible for picking somebody out of the crowd and bringing them down. There's a couple different rules we always have to follow. Um, we're responsible for grabbing the balls from the cart during basketball and stuff and making sure like all the materials are put together in one place. Um, and then of course, like we have to clean up everything after that. So like, um, whenever you go to a college event, you'll probably see like posters on the table, pamphlets, game programs, stuff like that. We're responsible for setting all that up, taking all of it down. So literally everything at the sporting event that is not going on on the actual field or court is pretty much us fan engagement wise. What sport did you like doing the best for market for like that specific internship? I actually liked men's basketball um, the most for marketing. I felt like it was a more because football is just so big. I felt like with basketball, it was like a more intimate setting for marketing. And I also like there were more um, opportunities for like contestant competitions. And because we did the same ones every time, like we had people like getting super, super into it. And, you know, um, you always had like the same couple people in the first three rows who are really into it. So you, I always had like a batch of people I could pick contestants from. Um, and, you know, you can't be literally standing courtside for every single game. Um, my first season as a marketing intern, our basketball team was incredible. They lost maybe one game at home. Um, so there was like lots of energy, lots of hype. It was pretty, it was a really cool experience. I also did, I really did like women's basketball also. Our women's basketball team was pretty cool. They just had the most historic, incredible run um, this past season. But I really liked marketing for both basketball teams i get what you mean by like intimate because for football like it goes really far out the the field is so big like there's so much space but in basketball everyone's like so close together especially it's also indoors so everything's like enclosed like all the sound is enclosed like everyone's so close all the hype like you can really feel it when you're in there you're absolutely right and you ended up in like the in the next TikTok. Then you talked about uh, sports photography, which was like your next step in your journey. And what made you like want to really switch into photography? Um, so I actually never intended it for it to like grow into the kind of career that it did. Um, in high school, if you asked me if I wanted to be a photographer, my answer was always no. I never wanted to do it full time. I don't know why. Um, but, uh, cause also I just didn't know like this career existed. Like I didn't know I could do this my senior year of high school. Um, but my, so like I had done, um, photography in the past for my brother's football team. I made a video my senior year for, um, our graduating class. Um, so I've always like had an eye for it. I've always enjoyed it. Um, and then 
I, they were just like, what else do you want to do? I had no interest in budgeting because like I said earlier, I'm not a math girl. Um, communications wasn't really my speed. So I was just like, can I take photos at a game? Like, is that possible? Like they literally asked me, what do you want to do? And I said, can I take photos? Before I even finished my sentence, my bosses were like, go. Whatever game you don't work, if you want to go, shoot us a text and just come. I was like, okay, cool. Um, and that at that point, it was like basketball. It was pretty much just basketball going on. So whenever I didn't work a game as a marketing intern, I was there shooting. And it just... I don't, I don't know what made me switch, but eventually, like for a while, I was doing like half and half, um, and then, um, especially for like the smaller sports, I shot a couple of volleyball games and I shot some basketball games, and then that spring of 2020, that February or like early March, my boss, um, he called me into his office, and this was like my big, big boss. And at this point, like I was still a relatively new intern, so when he called me into his office, I was like, oh my god, I did something, I'm totally gonna get fired. Um, and he was like, Gabby, how would you feel about going over to football and taking pictures of a couple of their practices? And I was like, shut the front door. Like, you're kidding. You're lying. Um, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, let's go. Um, obviously that had been, you know, that ideally that is where I would have ended up, but like, I never intended like, oh, I'm going to go in to only shoot football. Um, which I feel like is also important as a sports creative. That is something to keep in mind that. Yes, you can have a favorite sport, but being able to shoot all sports is, like, a very important talent to have. Um, so he took me over to football, and um, in college athletics, football is oftentimes, like, a beast of its own because it's the largest sport, people pay the most attention, this, that, and the other. It has its own facility. Um, and from there, I kind of made my own connections with their front office staff, um, and then that's kind of where my football thing took off which is a whole other story in itself but I had always known that I wanted to like get back to being creative and like being in photography and then that was my first my spring semester yeah spring semester of my sophomore year was kind of like the first opportunity I really had to get back into it and you had mentioned how like it's important to be able to like shoot all different types of sports so how do you have to like apply different things when maybe you're shooting volleyball versus like football um well the speed and the pace of every game is incredibly different um like for football the ball's in play for it's a three-hour game and the ball's in play for maybe two minutes um so it's speedier the field is a lot larger um you have to understand the plays like I have spent so much time with my team eventually I, I eventually could figure out where the ball was going so like that was something that was nice but like with volleyball you're much closer it's much harder and like your access is pretty limited and the fact that there's a net there really kind of makes it difficult um and then in terms of basketball they're constantly moving up and down the court and they're moving for longer periods of time um of course shooting like with any sport it's going to kind of get repetitive especially like if you're solely a football photographer solely a basketball photographer so like um pushing yourself to get a shot that maybe you haven't seen before in that sport is definitely important but understanding at least the basic rules of every sport that you play uh, or that you shoot, I feel like is pretty important because shooting of a volleyball game when you don't know what is happening is kind of difficult. And that especially I feel like translates to football and then being able to position yourself in the right place at the right time, figuring out where do you want to be on the sideline? Do you want to be behind the end zone? 
where do you want to be? So just knowing the basic rules of every sport you play or every sport you shoot, I feel like is definitely going to help you um, when shooting multiple sports. So after COVID, when like, uh, obviously spring athletics shut down and obviously you were doing as much photography than I would probably say with college, but then when you like first came back, you had mentioned that you got like really involved, um, during like that fall season of like your senior year. So like, what did that really like entail for you to start like really diving into the football photography? Sure. So my junior year, um, was when we were coming back from COVID, I kind of just reached back out and I was just like, Hey, like. I would love to come back if y'all would have me. Like, I'm local, so I can just drive up whenever you want. I also, like, I'm open to the te- whatever testing protocols y'all may have. Like, I'm okay with it. Um, and they're like, okay, well, camp is starting back up. Like, we'd love to have you back out. And that was the only sport that was really, like, going on at the time. So, like, I didn't really have a choice. Plus, like, that was kind of just, like, what it was. Um so becoming more football focused instead of working out of the athletics office, I started working out of the football facility. Um, and then it also gave me the opportunity to not only take photos, but kind of dive into social a little bit, um, start taking videos here and there. Um, and when I started getting more and more and uh, more involved, there was another photographer there who ended up becoming my best friend and my roommate the next year. And then we had a boss um, and his background was, and he was a reporter. So he kind of oversaw the two of us and he really trusted our vision. Of course, during the COVID season, it was a little bit difficult because we did have so many games canceled, but like we made the most out of every single game that we got to play. Um, so it was pretty much us two photographers and we would report back to our boss whenever we got good content, whether it be at practice or um, on game day. And then, like I said, nothing else really not actually, I shouldn't really say nothing else happened that fall because I feel like that COVID fall is really what pushed me to start like taking photography super seriously because I was already in football's testing protocol. I was able to go to other sports once they started back up um, and not very many people had this access. So I was fortunate enough to really kind of be the only student photographer around. So I was at almost every basketball game, men and women. I was at almost every volleyball game. Um, and then I was at football practices in between, um, and I got, and all my classes were online, so it worked perfectly. Um, and it just being more in football, like being more involved in football really was just all about creating relationships, developing those connections, talking to alumni that came to the building, um, keeping a professional relationship with the coaches and the players and the ops staff and kind of, and also giving the opportunity to really see the other departments. I hung out with the equipment staff a lot um, during this time. I would help them like pull jersey numbers. I would just sometimes I would just hang out in the room and edit photos just because the equipment team was so awesome. But it was just really cool being super involved in one sport because I got to see how everything worked. And I feel like that COVID fall really pushed me to want to take this job seriously, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And going on, like, a more broader thing about, like, football game day, I'm just curious, like, before the games, like, do you have, like, ideas of, like, what certain shots you want to get? Or are you more, like, really go with the flow? Like, whatever I get, like, I'll be, like, really excited. Maybe there's just, like, a couple gems in there. So my senior season, which was – so I really had two seasons that I was, like, super involved about my senior season this last season. I kind of started to do that. Um, my boss, this senior season, who I owe so much to, he's incredible. Um, he kind of like put that idea in our head. Like he had certain shots that he wanted. One of my favorite shots I've ever gotten is actually one that he asked me to get. Um, 
and it was never anything too crazy. Like it was never that long of a list, but it was just some things that I would like keep in mind. Um, but if I ever had like a shot that I was planning, it was usually in our home stadium because like, I didn't know ahead of time what the other stadiums looked like. Um, however, that is something I would like to change going into my next, like going into this next job. Like I would kind of like to create a vision board, um, for every game, just because I feel like that would be something fun to try out. I know a couple other photographers do it. And I know that is incredibly beneficial, especially for photographers who travel, who are typically in away stadiums. So they're getting to use different backgrounds all the time. Um, and I feel like that's a great way to keep your shots from getting repetitive. Um, but I definitely didn't have like a, okay, I'm going to get this shot, this shot, this shot, this shot, this shot every time. Unless like, so like, for homecoming, obviously, like you got put, you had some like other things going on and like military appreciation day. You're like, okay, like I want some sort of like patriotic shot um, or whatever, little things like that. But it's very go with the flow. Um, and pregame is my favorite time to shoot because that's really when, as an art or like as a creator, you can create the shots you want because you you can be on the field with the guys. Like I can literally be right next to them. I'm like during the game where I kind of have to just shoot whatever happens. Um, so like during pregame is when I'd really get creative and I wouldn't like shoot just what's in front of me. Like I was able to like make something out of situations and 99% of my favorite shots are pregame. Um, that's really like the time that you get to be creative and you get to like capture that emotion. I feel like I kind of got off topic of this question, but, um, yeah, so no vision boards for me, but I definitely do think I'm going to start. I do have a folder on my computer um, for, like, inspiration. Like, there's some weight room photos in there. There's some pregame photos in there, just, like, photos I've seen on Twitter that I just love. So I kind of keep them there um, in case, like, I'm ever, like, running dry or something or I'm, like, not feeling inspired. I feel like a vision board sounds like a really good idea, especially if you're maybe doing like a specific photo shoot and you have, obviously I feel like during games are different cause you're kind of like, Oh, like he's over there and he's over there. But like maybe like pregame when you see them like walking in or like you have certain ideas of maybe how you want to edit the shot like later. So I feel, and like I do that, like I like doing graphic design. So sometimes I like to like our teachers usually teach us how to make like vision boards. So you, you can get like ideas for fonts or like colors and stuff like that. 100% vision boards are so so helpful which is why I really think I should start also like I was a student when I was in college so, like I already was struggling with time so I was just like you know what like I'll do what I can to like make it worth it and like after you spend enough time with your players you eventually figure out everybody's pregame routine so you can kind of work around that figure out who's coming out when and what and taking shots, um, like, and getting creative with them every week. Be like, okay, I know, like, our quarterback. I'd be like, okay, I know Chris is going to come out at this time. I know he's going to do this first, and then he's going to do this thing third. But, like, I don't need to shoot the first thing because I shot the first thing last week, so I'm going to wait until he gets to his third thing and go and shoot that. So then that way I'm not getting the same picture of our quarterback every single week. It just It's almost like mathematics, so it's like, one week I'll start with the running backs and then another week I'll start with this and that and that. So it kind of just, it, so I guess it's less of a vision board and more of like, okay, I started here last week. So I'm going to start here this week and that kind of thing to like help me keep my shots different. What's your favorite part about like doing photography in general? Um, so actually I've been talking about this a lot recently. A lot of people have been asking me this question. It's one of my favorite questions. Um, my favorite part about photography, and especially, you can apply this to any sort of photography, but especially with sports photography, there are some moments 
to these athletes that are just priceless and precious and they want to have forever. And I get to give that to them. Um, so it's just, it's like a really cool moment. Like, for example, on Father's Day, a lot of our, a lot of my Charlotte players posted pictures that I've taken of them with their dad. Um, so that was something that was really special to me. Like, I'm so glad that I was able to give you that moment. Um, and like, you get to have it forever. Will they remember forever that I took the photo? Maybe not. And that is totally okay. But like, for me, knowing that I can freeze such an important moment in somebody's life and give it to them to have for forever is just like that emotion and that feeling and that rush is something that I don't know if I'll ever get because I'm like borderline getting emotional talking about it now um but I just I don't know if I I will ever find anything any job that can fulfill like I feel like that's my purpose most like and that's what I do so much that's super sweet I love that I love how much like you really care about like um, like the emotion behind like the photography and it's not just like they always say like a picture is like worth a thousand words like it's so much it's just that like special moment that you're able to take that you're able to take pictures of the next thing I wanted to get into is your new job which is actually being a photo intern for the LA Rams so congratulations again I've already congratulated you in the beginning but it's super awesome and it's so amazing <laughs> Thank you so much. So you actually had a viral TikTok where you told like the football players and the people working in your UNC Charlotte department about your new job. So what does it like mean to you to have like that much support behind you? Because it was so easy to tell in the TikTok how much like they cared about you and how much they love you. So what does it mean to have like all that support like back at back at home in North Carolina? Um, it honestly like I I might cry and get choked up because I really am an emotional person and I'm really proud of myself for have not having not cried this far. But if I do cry, this is something that is very normal. It's Nothing totally to be concerned okay. about. Um, but you know, you don't see that every day and like, it's not every day. They're like, every day people are like, Oh, Gabby, you love me so much. And then we love having you here. Like, you know, those just aren't things that are said every day to some people. And like, it's something that I'm more conscious of. Just like, if I'm feeling extra grateful for somebody, like I like to let them know that day. Um, and a lot of the boys had known that I was really struggling with the job search. Um, I started looking in January and I had just got rejection after rejection. And then some didn't even get back to me. Some would get back to me. I, some, I didn't even get an interview for some, I would interview for, and it just wouldn't work out. And a lot of the guys knew I was really stressed about it. And it was, it was on, it was a really hard time in my life. I had always imagined that I would have a job lined up before I graduated and I didn't. Um, and th those boys know what I went through. Um, they know what I went through. It definitely was not an easy journey. Um, balancing all of that, being a tour guide, being a sports marketing intern, being a f basically full-time creative. Um, I did that to myself though. So that's on me. Um, and then also trying to graduate at the same time and just to know that they're so proud of me and they're still continuously cheering me on is something that like, I will, I don't know if I will ever have that again. And it's not that, you know, I can't have another team that's going to support me, but they were my first team. And like, they're the reason why I am like, they're a big part of the reason why I am here today. It's that specific group of men who made me who I am. Um, and it's just the fact that they were that vocal and that proud of me and didn't hold back their emotion. It just, it was I still can't believe they reacted the way that they did, but I just, I truly do love every single one of those, one of those guys. Like they're, 
they're incredible. And I, I always am going to feel like I have a home with that team, if that makes sense. And I feel like I've been talking a lot, but I could, like, I really could talk forever and ever about how much I love um, those boys and how much they feel like they made me feel supported. I would always make sure that they knew that they had me there as a friend. Like, yes, I am their coworker, but also like being a being an athlete is difficult and mental health, especially with men is very difficult. So like I made sure to let them know, Hey, like y'all have a safe space to just come sit. Like the office that I was working in was very secluded. It was very quiet. Um, so like, if you need me as, you know, if you need me as a person who's not holding a camera, I'm here for you. Um, and to show that they were supporting me just as much as I was supporting them is something that I will hold close to my heart forever. It's so awesome to like hear you talk about like how much like behind the video, like all that before that one video of you just like announcing that I work for the LA Rams and it's all like awesomeness. But like there was so much like triumph you had to go through, like all the rejections, like you just like kept going and all the support that you, you supported them also. So it's just nice like the friendship you guys like have together just as like a photographer that like works for them. So when the video like went viral and everything like what were you like like what was it like for you like seeing like the numbers just keep going up and then like people other accounts like posting about it like what was it really like um so I actually had posted it and it was up for like 24 hours and it had maybe 3,000 views so I was like okay like that did really well like awesome and like all my like a bunch of my friends had commented on it and it was just like a cute little video the next day I go to the lake and I go out on the water and I have no service on the water and I come back and all of a sudden, so I don't have my TikTok notifications on. I've never have. All of a sudden I'm getting texts from everyone I know. Gabby, 10 people have sent me your video. Gabby, your video is blowing up on TikTok. Gabby, your TikTok famous. Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. And I'm like, what is going on? So I opened my TikTok and it was at, at this, at this point it was at like 1.2 million views or something. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right. And I was 100% expecting it to stop there. Like, I, I, was, I was okay with 1.2. I was so happy. And then uh, the next day, and, like, I kind of just, like, kept watching it get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the next day, I go out on the water, and I come back, and I have 40 more texts. And they're like, Gabby, what the heck? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And next thing I know, it's at 6 million views. I'm just like, and I hit like 1 million likes. And I was just like, what? And I was just like watching the numbers go up. And it was like really cool. And it was just cool to see people commenting about how they feel like, it, like it, it was a true testament to like my character, how much support like they had. And like, you know, it's, I don't do what I do for other people's validation, but it's always nice to get your flowers. Like, I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, oh, I don't want to hear about how good I did. No, I like hearing about how well I'm doing. Thank you very much. Because I am not very nice to myself. And I tend to be mean to myself, um, especially when it comes to being creative and, like, during the job search. Like, I was very, very mean to myself. Um, and that is definitely something I'm trying to work on. But to hear other people be like, I don't even know you, and you clearly are an amazing person. I'm like, oh. Nice. Thank you. Um, it was just, it was, it was really nice to hear because like I said, I really went through it at Charlotte football and, um, as a busy student. So just like to get my flowers at the end was truly just something that was incredible. And the next thing I know it was on house of highlights and then my Instagram starts blowing up. It was even, and then on Twitter, um, front office sports reached out and they posted it and Twitter is really where I do most of my sports networking um, and that like that social media is specifically for sports only like I don't talk about my personal life very much on there 
so to have that happen on Twitter, that was probably my like, okay, like this thing's really going everywhere. Um, but then it was random. And then front office sports also posted it on LinkedIn, which I found the funniest because I like never checked my LinkedIn. Um, and I was like, here I am blowing up on LinkedIn and like, I got all these like professional comments and everybody wanting to connect. And I was like, Oh, this is so cool. I feel so professional. Um, but it definitely was, I'm happy that out of any video I've ever posted, that's when I went viral. It was definitely a really cool experience. Um, but my favorite part about going viral was all of the young women that started reaching out to me saying, Hey, I had young men too, but I had a significantly larger amount of women reaching out to me. Hey, like you have my dream job. I want to do what you do. Like what have you done? And just to be able to pay it forward and give back to what people have given me because I have not gotten here by myself. That is for sure. Um, but to be able to like help younger creatives and, you know, give what I give back what I've gotten was easily my favorite part and the connections I've made and all like everything that has happened, just getting to talk to people who want to be in my shoes and to be in a position where other people want to be in my shoes is just something that is really cool and that really put into perspective. Like my job is freaking awesome. I have a really cool job and it's like, it's pushing me to be the best creative that I can be. So like, that was my favorite part about going viral and like that whole like revelation at the end. It's so awesome how much like came out of the video, not just like, you know, this account reposting, but like all the comments you got. Like, I remember reading through the comments and seeing how everyone was like, oh, like you're the players are so sweet. And like, it's so awesome. Like what they said, like, I remember when I first saw the video and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I liked it right away. And it was just like so awesome. But it's so great to see how many like it's so great to hear how many like women were like reaching out to you and like men just like want to know your story and like how you're able to like share it with them. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a really cool experience, um, just helping. Like, I just like to help people. Like, that was so cool. And, like, I get to talk about something that I love to do so often. And I feel like I've had a lot of help and I know a lot of things that aren't necessarily common knowledge. So to be able to share those tips to help somebody grow in their career is something I will do 101 times over. So how difficult has it been? Because obviously, like, you did get the LA Rams job, and it was super exciting. But, like, was it difficult for you at first, like, to move all the way from North Carolina to, like, LA? But, like, were you – did you, like, just, like, apply everywhere? Like, were you okay with moving that far? Um. So, ironically enough, when I was a senior in high, in college, I said, I don't want to work for the NFL, and LA is my least favorite city in the world. And I grew up saying that. Here I am in LA – working for the NFL. And but like photography, I, which you said you would never do. So you really contradict exactly. you, this is the whole life this whole like job is just a contradiction to everything. Oh, it's incredibly ironic. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. So this I always knew that I knew that I wanted to move. That's for sure. Um, I grew up forty five minutes outside of Charlotte and I went to school in Charlotte. So I was like, I think I'm ready to go. Um, so I had a couple other options that were in the Carolinas. So they weren't super far, but they were outside the city of Charlotte. And then, um, and then I had this job. Uh, I honestly applied for it for fun. Um, I never expected it to go anywhere. Um, and I, like when they got back to me telling me that I had my first interview, like I, like I had put it out of my mind because I already like rejected myself before they could reject me. That's how I let myself down easily. Um, but I knew I wanted to move. Never did I intend to move across the entire country. Um, but my, I am so fortunate to have the most supportive parents and 
they understand that that career-wise, like, this move is huge. So they helped me pack up my whole life in a matter of five weeks and helped me find an apartment out here. And I found a fantastic roommate on Facebook, actually, um, who was a huge help. Couldn't have done this without her. Like, she has been so awesome and so incredible. And, like, the way it all just happened, like, it truly just felt right. Like, this is this was what was supposed to happen. This is why all those other doors had been slammed shut in my face this is a, this is why I had to go through all the trials and all the tribulations to get here, to get to where I am. Um, and to move out to LA, like so many people dream of living in LA and like moving to LA and getting their big break. And I feel like this is kind of my version of that. Like maybe it's not the movie star model actor singer version, but like, this is kind of like my version of that. So never did I intend to be, never did I ever think I'd be living in LA. First of all, <laughs> never did I ever think that. Um, but here I am, I've been here for a couple weeks and I'm definitely adjusting. I've lived on the East coast my whole life, but I do like it so far. So every bad word I've said about LA, I do have to eat, but, um, it's definitely been a journey and an adventure. I'm glad that you're enjoying it so far. And do you know, like specifically what you'll be doing for your new job or have you done anything for it yet? So I don't start for another week. Um, so I wanted to move out here early so I can kind of like get acclimated and like go sightseeing while I totally, while I don't have, while I have time. Um, I do know that a part of my, like whatever my boss tells me to photograph, whatever he can't photograph is basically going to be my job and like what I cover. Um, so I'm really excited. So like I'll get to cover practices. I'll get to cover game days, um, which I'm excited about. But what I'm really excited about is, um, learning about how to shoot indoors in a studio setting. Um, do a little bit of product photography. Um, I'm basically just going to get to be shooting and editing all day, every day. And I'm just really excited because I've never had the opportunity to be a full-time creative. Like while I've been a creative my whole, this whole time, I've always been a student. So I've always had to split my time up. But now like I have the opportunity to dedicate over 40 hours a week. Like just forget the regular work week. Like I have the I have the time and I have the energy. The energy is really the most important part to dedicate all of myself to my craft and being the best that I can be. Um, so yeah, I'm just like, I'm really excited to actually get to work and get started. That's nice. You don't have to deal with all the textbooks and stuff like that. You just focus on being creative all the time. I'm so jealous. I wish oh. I had that. People ask me all the time, they're like, Gabby, are you getting your master's degree? I'm like, I can't go back. Like, I cannot even think about school right now. Like, I'm just excited to be able to dedicate my energy to what I truly love the most so for like obviously you said that the application process was tough but now you've like uh, reached this amazing job that you really enjoy so like what advice would you have for anyone looking to be a sports photographer or like you um don't give up never ever give up and never ever count yourself out now I'm really gonna cry oh my goodness I feel like I'm because I, I said it earlier, I counted myself out from this job position. I was so tired of getting rejection after rejection after rejection. I was questioning my career choice. I was questioning everything. It's like, what am I doing? Um, and that's because I spent four months looking for a job. Um, first of all, apply. Apply, 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 apply. If you are looking for a job, apply. If you are a freshman, sophomore, junior in college and you're not in the position to be applying for full-time positions yet, network. 
build your network, build connections, um, do informational interviews. Don't ask them for a job, but build relationships with people who are in your shoes um, because they've, they, they're doing what you currently want to do. And to have those relationships is so important. Um, what is something else? I know I said like apply, especially when you're a senior in college, just apply, 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 learn as much as you possibly can. Um, if you can help it, try not to say no to an opportunity, even if it's not up your alley, like, go ahead and do what go ahead and try it like once I was asked to shoot for the Panthers NFL dance team and I just was like I don't usually do this type of thing but I'm happy to go it was one of the favorite one of my favorite things I've ever shot in my life like I had so much fun they were such great group of people like in a in a article recently I remember I saw you posted about that (laughs) yeah um so I shot the top cats finals auditions and BuzzFeed covered um, one of the top cats, Justine, she is the first openly trans cheerleader in the NFL, which is super cool and super historic. And I'm so proud of her. Um, and she's, she's very kind. Um, so they did use a photo that I took of her during the top cats audition. Unfortunately, they spelled my name wrong, but that's something I deal with all the time. So that is totally okay. Um, but yeah, so if you are trying to, you know, be a full-time creative out of college, learn as much as you possibly can, especially while you're in school. Um, when you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, build relationships, develop those connections. Um, and when it comes time, apply, 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 and be nice to yourself. Be nicer to yourself than I am to myself, because I feel like my journey would have been a lot easier had I been nicer to myself, but be nice to yourself and never kind yourself out. Yeah, mental health is very important, everyone. Mental health is very important. 100%. And always be kind to yourself. Very important. <laughs> I know it's tough. Yes. Very, I, I, should, I need to take that advice more. Sometimes I'm very tough on <laughs> myself. It's really hard. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a lot harder. Like, and that's another thing. Like, I will probably say something mean to myself and anybody can say to me. And you know what? Like, if I'm not going to be nice to myself, who is? So I might as well give myself a little extra pat on the back um, every once in a while because I do work hard. Like, I might as well give myself my flowers because I deserve them. Um, And, you know, you you always – it's so easy to look at another person and be like, credit where credit is due. Well, what about yourself? What about yourself? Um, So it's important to just keep that in the back of your head, especially, you know, when you're feeling down, especially, like, during the job search. So the last thing we're actually going to get into is a quick game of this or that where you just have to pick uh, between two things. So are you ready? Oh, so fun. Okay, yes. Okay, Charlotte or L.A.? Charlotte. For now. I've been in L.A. for two weeks. Yeah, it's a little early. Okay, chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Offense or defense? (laughs) Special teams. Okay. Uh, Beaches or mountains? Beaches. City or suburb? City. Rainbow sprinkles or chocolate sprinkles? Rainbow. And the penultimate question, waffles or pancakes? I don't think there's a wrong answer, but I'm going to say pancakes. Okay. (laughs) I can live with that. We can still be friends. I like waffles, but we can still be friends. Perfect. Okay, so that's actually it for the interview. Would you be able to shout out where everyone can find you? Um, sure, absolutely. Um, my Instagram is just Gabby Hutter, G A B B Y 
H-U-T-T-E-R. It's my last name is like butter with an H. Um, and then my TikTok and my Twitter are both Gabby Hutts. So G-A-B-B-Y-H-U-T-T-S. So if you're interested in following me on there, go ahead. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Girl Boss. Make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. That would be greatly appreciated. Our podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, and Apple Podcasts. Please rate our podcast five stars and review it so more people can listen just like you. And check out our Instagram and TikTok at and one podcast anything else. And you can check out Gabby on Instagram at Gabby Hutter and on TikTok at Gabby Hutz. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.